Hey everyone, welcome back to Utter Nonsense, the AdCast. This is Sydney Smith and my co-host, Bryson McCowan. Today we have Jason Brashear with Goat Promoter. Mr. Brashear, how are you today? I'm wonderful. How are y'all? We're doing great. We're good. Where are you calling from today? So I am calling from a little bitty, a little bitty town in southeastern Kentucky called Hazard. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, so uh, I am uh, uh, Jason Brashear. I wear many hats. I am a, uh, a program director at a local nonprofit uh, doing environmental and agriculture education. Um, I'm a uh, uh, an ABGA uh, goat judge, and I run GoatPromoter.com, which is a uh, uh, online marketing and sales platform for for breeding goats. Could you tell me a little bit about what a day in your shoes looks like? Oh, well, you know, it's, it's a day uh, that, that gets up early, um, uh, takes care, gets the, gets the kids up, gets them ready for school, and uh, uh, run into a quick check of the barn and hop in the vehicle and, uh, and drive to work and, and do my day job, come home, take care of things in the barn, and, uh, uh, and start uh, building sale catalogs and, and uh, 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 social media promotions and uh, whatever else is on the on the agenda for the day. How many kids do you have? I have two. I have Shy in Ireland. Shy is nine and Ireland is seven. What is something new going on in your career field? Uh, lots of new. Uh, especially in, in, in terms of goat promoter, I think the the breeding goat industry has uh, has evolved enough to look for different and unique ways of marketing and and uh, we get uh, every day we get questions or, or or thoughts or comments of hey can we do this what what do you think about this does this work will this will this be a little innovative it's the way somebody else does some other species and we've never done it but maybe we could do this here so you know there's a lots of lots of new direction and lots of new thought as it comes into uh, uh, marketing and 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 selling uh, registered goats, uh, and that's uh, it's pretty exciting to be kind of uh, uh, in in the seat that I am to get to see how things happen. I had a call the other day, and it's a it's a simple concept that plenty of other species use, but um, I, I'm fortunate enough to get to talk a good majority of of, of uh, the goat sales in the in the country, um, and they're all pretty much. Okay, we have we have a set lot order, and we're going to sell on this lot order. And I talked to a sale, um, uh, I guess, early last week that wants to do a sort and sift, which is which is really awesome. It's not cutting edge, but it's something that we've never done on this side of the industry, and uh, pretty excited to see how that works out. So you were talking about Goat Promoter. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so Goat Promoter, we started it in 2019, I believe. Uh, and it's a, an, uh, basically an online sales platform uh, that uh, hosts a good majority of, of uh, the uh, registered breeding stock sale catalog. Uh, along with that, we offer uh, a fire directory, um, social media, and email marketing campaigns, uh, along with online auction, an online auction platform. That's awesome. How has the ag industry impacted your life? You know, the ag industry has been the root of my life. So, 
Um, just a little background. So I, I was raised um, here. I'm back on my family farm uh, in southeastern Kentucky, uh, where agriculture was never thought to be possible. Um, uh, in high school, when I when I said I wanted to be um, major in agriculture in college, my my guidance counselor pulled me in and said, "Jason, are you sure you want to do that? Because there's really we 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 don't raise cows and we don't raise corn. We mine coal, and that's what we do." And I said, "Oh, but there's always room for agriculture wherever we're at." And uh, and fortunately, I've been able to make my career uh, after after college. Uh, in the mountains of Eastern Kentucky, doing ag work, and and uh, um, you know, deeply, deeply involved in the goat industry, but at the same time, also uh, involved in our local food uh, economy and and farmers markets and farm to school and and play a hand in uh, lots of other things that, uh, outside of my goat promoter ties. Uh, but ag is truly has truly been kind of my life passion. Where did you go to college? I went to the University of Kentucky and majored in agriculture education. Could you tell us a little bit more about um, judging for ABGA? Oh, yeah. So I have been, I, you know, I tell everybody this, that I, I am the luckiest, the luckiest guy on the planet. Uh, I've been able to, to truly judge coast to coast in like 45 or 46 states, uh, Canada and Mexico. And, uh, you know, it's it's amazing to, to, to be able to travel the country uh, and see the different programs and the different things that that um, uh, the different areas and how they emphasize certain structural traits. So it's 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 pretty pretty interesting to, to sit back and look at it. And then on the you know we raise goats too, so it's also been extremely beneficial because as as we're trying to build that better animal in our herd, you know it, it's pretty awesome to kind of have that. Uh, Rolodex in your mind to know. Oh, I need frame size. I need to go to X, Y, and Z, or I need uh, I need to add some true shape and true muscle. I I need to go to to, to breeder A, B, and C over here because they can do it. And uh, it's you know it's it's been a really crazy crazy ride. Uh, I started judging, uh, I guess, professionally in 2007 with the International Border Association when it shut down in 2012. Uh, I was kind of lost because I really enjoyed ju- judging, and then in 2014, become an ABJ judge, and uh, have judged uh, a little bit of everything. And I'm really excited. I'm actually heading to Houston uh, Friday evening to judge Judge Houston on Saturday. You say you travel a lot to judge. Where would you say your favorite place to judge is? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, I think there's a lot of neat places um, that I've been able to see uh, judging all over the all over this country, um, kind of some of the cooler adventures uh, is judging in Maine was all was is, is always a blast um, because we usually always um, uh, take some time either before or after the show to travel up the coast and see the lighthouses. Uh, uh, kind of the same thing going to the going to the west coast. I absolutely love uh, uh, going into Washington and Idaho. Uh, it's remarkable how, how different the landscape changes so quickly. Um, and maybe one of the greatest experiences was at the Delaware State Fair. Um, so they have a uh, uh, livestock extravaganza. They, they, they put you up for a full week uh, in Delaware, and um, uh, you're like 25 minutes from the beach, so it's perfect. You, don't, you know, you judge kind of every other day, but they have this 
extravaganza where you get all gussied up and uh, uh, they put you in a, a, a tuxedo with tails and uh, you get to go out and there's 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 lights and and spotlights and all this craziness as they as they're they're bringing their champions back in and both showmanship and and uh, and and market classes and you get to pick it so you know there's there's lots of neat places that I that I have got to see I love going down south and and uh, Georgia and uh, Florida of course I mean it's just it, there's there's neat things to see everywhere. Why do you think youth organizations like FFA and 4-H are so valuable in our youth community? You know, they're so a little more of my background. So I was a 4-H, I was a 4-H extension agent for ten years, uh, and taught high school ag for two. Uh, after that, after I, or before I kind of settled into some kind of nonprofit management work, uh, there they without those youth organizations, um, a lot of our rural youth I think get lost. Uh, in the shuffle. I know a lot of the students that I worked with and a lot of my 4-H kids, um, they found, they got to find a passion that they would have never got to see. Um, I had a, a, a 4-H'er that was extremely successful and uh, a state officer and, and uh, was phenomenal at showing livestock and judging livestock and, and he would have never had that opportunity for any of those leadership um, uh, opportunities um, if it hadn't been for 4-H and you know, it's, it's pretty neat to sit back and watch. I had a um, uh, uh, a young man one time. He ran for a, a state 4-H office, um, and he got on to, he got on the stage to give a speech, and and you couldn't understand him. He was very muffled, and and kind of thirty seconds in, he just kind of said, "Okay, thank you guys," and then walked off. And of course, he didn't win. Um, but the next year, because because of the, his involvement in 4-H. He really got he, he really kind of honed his skills. He gained confidence, uh, and he said he, he ran again and was slated for the same position and uh, got up and gave one of the most one of the most inspirational uh, speeches that I, to, to this date that I've heard. And um, it was pretty a pretty remarkable change. And in in FFA and in the program that I ran, it was a very very lowly funded program. Um, but the but the change we get to, we got to see in kids. Uh, I had a lot of kids that had had um, uh, that were more tactile learners, and uh, every other teacher struggled with them, and they would excel in my class. And you know, it was good to be able to kind of mold them and, and let them have some wins because some of those kids never got a chance to have a win, whether it was making an A on a paper or or winning uh, at an event. So it was, you know, it's it's just such a good confidence builder and. Um, and, and a true a true development tool. So you said you were a teacher. What did you teach? So I I taught animal science, ag business, and um, forestry and wildlife management uh, was kind of the, the 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 three career pathways that we had. Were you a state officer in Kentucky? I was not. Um, I did not. So I was, when I was a senior in high school, my high school um, got their first FFA chapter. And I actually come back to that chapter and taught a couple of years um, after the fact. But so I was a chapter president. I was the first chapter president of that chapter. Uh, That was as far as I went. The the ag teacher we had not um, super keen 
on any of the events, and certainly not the leadership events. He was about he was about uh, floriculture and wildlife management, and that's what we did, and that's all we did. Uh, that's really all kind of we had the opportunity to do. But I just had a year of it, so um, it certainly changed quite a bit from 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 way back way back in the day. Uh, but I was uh, I was more active and involved in 4-H. We had a more a more involved 4-H program uh, throughout my education. Uh, and I sat on the, the state livestock judging team and I was a state champion in poultry judging, but never, never state, never state office. So speaking of high school, what advice would you give a high school student? You know, I, the, the thing that I tend to try to leave with everybody is um, find what your passion is uh, and build your life and build your career and build your goals around that passion. It can happen. Um, uh, this go promoter deal was was truly something that that a friend of mine we were we were just driving around uh, on Christmas break a couple years ago and and uh, he was saying something he needed to decide business I said hey let's do this um, and I I have been able to find it's not my full career um, but it's also not too far away from being my full career either and uh, you know find, find that passion find what drives you and makes you makes you click and um, uh, and then build build your career and, and your career aspirations around it. Um, when I was in when I was in college, one of my fraternity brothers, his quote was, uh, "You never work a day in your life if you enjoy what you're doing." And and you know, I I think I've tried to live my life to that. And of course, there's always days that aren't work, but for the most part, it's 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 pretty it's pretty awesome. What is one way that the livestock industry impacts our communities? You know, I think the livestock industry, in, in many ways, whether we're looking at the show industry or we're just looking at putting food on the table, is extremely influential in our community. Even here in eastern Kentucky, where ag is not big, uh, we still have tons and tons of small producers, whether it's whether it's, it's chickens or whether it's a small herd of beef cattle or whether it's goats or sheep. Uh, we see that, and, and, and that brings in and stimulates that, that local economy. But, uh, but outside of that, in this grander picture of, of show livestock, you know, it, it gives folks a community. Um, you know, I think a lot of times, especially uh, the, things like the further we get advanced in technology, it's hard to find communities. Um, uh, and, you know, it, it gives folks this, this sense of place and this sense of pride. Uh, and uh, it's been extremely wonderful for, for, for us. Looking back, what advice would you give yourself starting out? Oh, starting out, um, the one thing I would I would say is do it, and, and I was and do it as soon as you think about it. Um, I think that a lot of times we 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 vision or we think about this stuff and, and we kind of think ah, you know, I'm too busy with I'm too busy with X, Y, or Z uh, when we really should be striving for our goals and our dreams and, and, and pushing for it. So if I was given uh, some advice, it would be go for it, do it, run with it. Who are three people that are most influential to you? That's a tough one. Um, uh, you know, I think for sure um, my parents, uh, they've been the biggest champions. Um, and, and kind of the biggest sounding board, um, my beautiful and lovely wife, uh, who is, who influences every decision that, that I make, uh, whether it's, 
whether it's a, a decision on the stock we bring here or, or the direction of a uh, uh, of, of our uh, side business, it's it's all you know. It, she's she's the one that's the, the the sounding board, and and sometimes when I when I get aggravated or, or or I'm so excited, she's the one that can keep me grounded and and move. And then uh, my four H agent is is another one that is extremely influential in my life. Um, she took. Um, a group of teenagers from this county and gave us opportunities that we never would have seen. Uh, I learned to judge livestock there uh, because of her, uh, and, and 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 kind of developed my appetite uh, for this industry um, by by being involved in that program. And uh, she certainly is one that that also um, throughout life has kind of always been there. It's kind of a guiding light. I was uh, we were colleagues for fifteen years. Uh, after college, so I got to work with her, and and she was always the one that that kind of helped God on all these big life decisions. How long have you and your wife been together? Uh, so we have been together four years. What is a current agriculture topic that you are passionate about? You know, here and I and and we are in the Eastern Kentucky. We are we are behind the times a little bit. Um, but what, what really gets me excited is the fact that for the first time in my lifetime, uh, we're talking about agriculture in Eastern Kentucky. Um, like I said earlier, we, we, we mined coal, um, we had natural gas, we did some timber management, some forestry, but we didn't necessarily do agriculture and, and, it never was ever a, a discussion point or a thought in terms of economic development, uh, in terms of ways people can can generate. Uh, I'm not going to say a living, but can generate some income. And uh, since about 2014, uh, the coal economy kind of crashed, and we've been looking at other options. And I think as a region, we've really kind of uh, taken to local food. Our farmers markets are booming, and and we have markets uh, on both sides of us that are. Two hundred thousand dollar a year market, uh, and that's that's pretty exciting. And that and that that growth has came and um, and uh, uh, and, re- and relatively a short time. In less than ten years, we went from uh, one market within fifty or sixty miles from here uh, to a market in every community. That that's really, um, I, I would say, our smallest market probably still bringing in fifty fifty five thousand dollars a year. And, uh, I've had a lot of work, done a lot of work in that, and I'm pretty excited to see to see that growth uh, and uh, continue. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? You know, I, I, I think I'll go back to, to that advice that I would give somebody in high school. Uh, find your passion uh, and drive forward with it. And regardless of what folks say, um, you know, figure out, figure out how to do it. And, you know, if, if your if your passion is is um, bass fishing, how you know? Look at that industry and try to figure out where there's a hole or where there's a niche that you can carve yourself into. Uh, it makes life pretty fun. You said that um, 4-H and FFA have been in your life for a long time. What would you say that the biggest lesson they've taught you is? You know, I think the, the biggest lesson that they taught is 
is that you can do it. Um, through through both of those youth organizations, I was given the ability to succeed, um, and and sometimes and and also the humility to lose. Um, but it you know it, it was such a self confidence builder to kind of go through the ranks and, and go from not knowing anything to, to then then doing well and excelling, and it just kind of fuels that passion and that desire to to keep doing well. Is there somewhere that our listeners could connect with you online? Yes, 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 certainly. Uh, you can, uh, uh, I'm all over Facebook. You can go to goatpromoter.com uh, and uh, check out our website. Uh, certainly like us uh, on, uh, uh, on, on any social media platform. Uh, we also run Boar Goat Nation. Uh, and if any of your listeners are interested in, in uh, uh, raising and showing registered registered goats, uh, I would suggest to, to apply for a board goat nation scholarship. Uh, we give, uh, we give three of those out a year or three of those out each sale season. So our next application won't be due until, Oh, I'm going to say mid July, uh, for kind of fall sale season. That'll, that'll pick up in August. Uh, but you know, we'll give out, uh, uh some pretty nice scholarships this, this spring. Our scholarships, uh, were $2,000 a piece and, and, uh, 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 we're excited to give those out. So check us out at goatpromoter.com or uh, on social media at uh, Goat Promoter or Board Goat Nation. And, and uh, if you got any questions, uh, shoot us a message. We'd love to talk. Awesome. Thank you. One last question for you. We're going to end it on a fun one. How do you drink your coffee? Oh, I drink my coffee with, well, let's take it like this. I drink my, I drink my milk. With a little bit of sugar and a, a little bit of coffee, uh, so I am a I am a not a black coffee drinker. Uh, I like uh, I count I count to five and pour sugar in my in my cup, um, <laughs> pour my coffee in, and then uh, <clears throat> and then get it a really 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 light tan uh, with milk, <laughs> and then I'm good to go. All right, well, we're closing out today's episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Utter Nonsense, the AdCast. A huge thank you to Jason Brashear for being our special guest today. It's been an honor talking to you, reminding all of our listeners to be safe. Signing off, this is Sydney Smith and Bryson McCowan. Remember, it's not goodbye, just so long till next time.